So I arrived here my freshman year, and I remember very vividly listening to the seniors give their little speeches in every semester since, and I've really enjoyed it. So y'all are going to enjoy this, right? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So starting off, when I arrived in Tuscaloosa in the fall of 2017, um, I was scared out of my mind. Was anybody else, like, scared out of their mind to come to college? Okay, yeah, me and the two other people. And... I was so scared. I remember when my parents dropped me off, I walked into the dorm, and that's like the longest that hallway ever felt, was just like the carpet was weird, and the walls were a weird color, and the doors were passing me by, and I was just like trying not to cry so that in case one of my new strange neighbors saw me, they like wouldn't think I was so crazy, even though I was. And I get to my room, and I just like sobbed. And... If you didn't do that, I'm sorry. And if you did, you're not alone. Um, and I remember walking to class, my first class, Wednesday morning, had a 9 a.m. So I get up way too early and I'm walking to class. I think I got a free Chick-fil-A biscuit on the way, which was cool. Um, COVID means they don't do that anymore, I don't think. But um, I'm walking and it strikes 8.45 and Denny Chimes does that thing where it starts playing the song but it doesn't like finish it because it's a quarter hour and that drove me crazy and it still does to this day. And I look up and there's this girl and she's walking across the grass. And I was like, are we even allowed to do that? Like, <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> and I feel like somebody's gonna like yell at me if I step on the quad grass. Um, you can walk on the grass in case uh, nobody told you. And... I look at this girl, okay, first of all, 8.45 on an August morning means the grass is very dewy, and she's wearing high-top converse, walking across this grass. I'm like, that is so nasty. Like, your feet are going to be covered in grass. So I'm thinking about this, like, audacious girl who's just, like, walking across the grass. And, you know, she gets lost in the crowd, and I finish walking, and I get to the classroom, and I check on my Bama like at least three times to make sure I'm in the right place. And I walk in and lo and behold, it's grass girl sitting in the classroom. And it's just her so far. And all of a sudden, I find myself walking up, sitting down right next to her in this lecture hall that is empty and introducing myself and complimenting her shoes, which are covered in grass. And we ended up being like really good friends and we've stayed friends throughout college and she's a wonderful person and I got to learn so much about life through my friendship with her and it all started because I didn't resist that weird push that just like got me sitting right next to her, you know? I didn't resist, I didn't even have like time to think about how I didn't want to do that because I was just listening to that still small voice in my head that said, just go sit next to her. And this was really cool because she, turns out she wasn't a believer and I got to share the gospel with her. I got to um, be a witness in her life. And there were several times when she said, Madeline, you're so different. And I was like, thanks. And she was like, no, like you're different than all of my other friends. You seem like you genuinely care about me and my well-being, And you live very differently and your life seems to have like this purpose and I was like yeah <laughs> it does and I was able to be like all those good things that you see are Jesus and I got to share that with her and um again all because I listened to that voice that told me to go sit by her when it didn't make sense at all um and 
This is not the only time that I heard this still small voice, um, which is God, in case you hadn't picked up on that. Um, God is so good, and he speaks to us, and he guides us, and he pushes us to do things that don't make sense to the world, um, that scare the crap out of us, um, and he works so well through that, and he's so faithful. Um, I felt this when, in about this time of year, my freshman year, I had been attending a church. Um, I had actually come to the University of Alabama to attend said church because I really felt God calling me to be there. And I, I believe that he had called me to be there. And I think that he had called me to be there for a semester and all of a sudden he was telling me to move on, to find a new church family. And that, I was like, excuse me? Like, I, I came to college here to go here and I don't really understand what you're telling me right now. Um, and... I finally reached out to my good friend, Abigail, um, and I told her what was going on. And she was like, oh my gosh, me too. And I was just scared to say anything because it didn't make sense. And we were able to Google churches near me. And thank goodness, Alberta starts with an A because it was the top of the list. And we showed up here and it's the only church that we visited. And it turns out that God had a really good plan, which is cool. Um, Again, that voice that didn't make sense, that pushed me to do something that seemed crazy and seemed so out there. And it turns out that God had something so wonderful for me in that. Um, other things, um, how about 2020? Am I right? Um, my last year of college has been the weirdest, hardest year of my life, probably. Um, I started taking antidepressants because I was like mega depressed and God has been so faithful to provide um, what I need to fight that and to continue in joy. Um, Wow. I said if I started crying, I would just stop talking and go sit down. Ha, I made it go away. Okay. So I can do this. Um, He has provided um, so many people and so many things to help me through that. And um, all my classes went online and um, suddenly I was like not good at school, which was like one of the only things I had going for me. So that was really difficult. And um, I found myself in a, accidentally in a long distance relationship, which was very difficult and weird, but now we're getting married. So that worked out. And yeah, God is good. Um, and yeah, so many things. And I know because at the beginning of this year, I felt the Lord really speak to me and say, Madeline, just like, trust me. And I was like, okay. And then like, (laughs) all this happened. Um, But God has been so good. And um, okay, so I've talked way longer than I was allowed to, but um, I would get to the advice part of my speech. Um, My advice is to listen to that still small voice. Um, If you've never heard it before, ask God for help. Um, Read his word and seek him. Um, talk to him and he will be faithful to provide for you. He has a good and perfect plan for your life. Um, And just because you haven't heard that yet doesn't mean that it's not true. And um, for those of you who have heard that still small voice and now it seems like it's really distant and far away, it's not. God is so near to you and um, you can trust him and you can also ask for help. Again, ask for help. It's like number one step of everything. Just ask for help and seek him, and he is so near to you. Your doubt doesn't change that. How you feel doesn't change that. Um, And then if 
even if you heard that still small voice today, still ask for help because you need God's help to obey that voice and to um, listen to his um, Holy Spirit in your life. So yeah, that's my advice to um, know that God loves you and that you should talk to him because he's cool. That's all. Thank you so much, Madeline. All right, so our next graduating senior is Garrett Peppers, right here. So Garrett, graduating in computer science, correct? Yeah, cool. All right, yes, I am Garrett Peppers. Um, most of you probably don't know me because I'm normally the one behind the camera, not in front of it. Um, so yeah, I normally run their live stream and stuff. So if I don't know you, I apologize. Hi, I'm Garrett, nice to meet you. Um, thank you, Madeline. Um, I'm not as good of a storyteller or a public speaker, so I will try not to be in front of people. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, but we had a couple of questions and I will probably forget one of them by the time we finish. Anyway, so one thing was like, what did I learn and how did I change throughout college? And I really can boil that down to each semester because anyone that's been here for multiple semesters who've been around for a long time knows that college is different every time you try, you go to a new class and life just seems to completely flip and go some completely different direction. So I think that the main goal of my time in college has really been to find my own way and find God's path for me. And so a lot of my high school time and younger than that, I would just follow what everyone else told me to do or what my parents were doing, what anybody else around me was doing. And so it wasn't until college that I met people that were like, hey, like, what do you think about this? And I was like, well, I don't know. I need to ask my parents. Let's see, Let's see what they think on this. Um, but they're like, uh, we, we, don't care about, we don't care what your parents say. What do you think? And so that's when I started having to like really research and study into the Bible and try and figure out why do I believe this? Like, is it just because somebody told it to me or is it because I actually think that it's the right way of doing something? And that was, that was definitely hard. Like the first year all the way through the first summer was very heavy and kind of like a constant battle between my past and my future. And so it wasn't until I went to Canada for six weeks with Jensen, which was awesome. Uh, Logan was there and he can attest to the awesomeness of Canada. Um, but we had a great time. We had a lot of conversations. Logan stayed up t with me till 12 o'clock at night, a lot of times walking around the city because what else are you supposed to do when the sun's still up at 12 o'clock? Um, but yeah, so we had a lot of fun and I learned a lot of stuff about myself that I kind of like tried to bury and tried to hide behind this facade of like, oh yeah, I'm a good Christian. Like what, I follow the rules, I do whatever, but really I wasn't there. I was doing I was doing the rules but not doing the relationship. And so like really built trying to start and build a closer relationship with God was a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. Um which I don't think anybody ever thinks that should be easy, but 
God was there to help me and be like, hey, like this is, this is okay. You don't have to be where everyone else is. You don't have to be in the same place that somebody else is with their relationship. You just have to continue to progress. Um, but one piece of advice that I would probably give to anyone or to my younger self would be just, just do it. Like, don't, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone because like, oh, that's not normal. That's not what I normally do. But step out, try and find something new to do. Try and meet new people, find new friends because there's always someone else who needs God and can always use the touch that God sends through you. So. Awesome. Um, I, one more. Uh, we got Brian Dill. So Brian's newer with us. And so I don't even know what your major is, man. I should know what you're graduating. Kinesiology? Kinesiology. So, but he's graduating this semester too. And so we give him a chance to come and share as well. So. So yeah, I've been here about a month and a half, so I probably don't even know half of y'all. So hello, guys. I know a couple of y'all, Alan, some of these other ones in here. But yeah, so I'm graduating in December. But uh, yeah, apparently me and Garrett are twins because I had the same exact thing. So we either stole my speech or we had the same life, doppelgangers, something to go along with that. But kind of a similar story. I always grew up in church, and you always take what your grandparents or your parents believe and like make it part of your own because that's all you ever knew. And it wasn't until I was challenged, probably more of our second or third year of college, I transferred to, uh, from a two-year college in Jasper, Alabama, to uh, University of Alabama Huntsville. And I, had, uh, I got pushed into a culture of different Bible beliefs than my own from a bunch of Presbyterian guys that were just like best friends to me. And so listening to them talk about the Bible, I'm like, man, how am I supposed to learn this stuff if I don't even read my word? Like, how, like, I need to start developing my relationship with God. And so I was switching around, wondering kind of like what I should do. I transferred from UAH to here, thought I wanted to be a sports dietitian, decided two years into internship. I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm too bored. I don't want to sit at a desk all day and like type in some paperwork or something. So I was like, hmm, what is some active stuff I like to do? So I like to work out. So maybe I'd be a strength conditioning coach. But all along the way, I, I used to think that each semester I had was like a waste of time. Like, God, what is it that I'm supposed to do? Because I keep switching majors. I keep meeting new people. I keep changing colleges, and I don't feel at home. Like, what am I supposed to do? And it wasn't until probably this last semester or two that really concrete, like, God just telling me, hey, just follow me. I'll take care of you. Don't be anxious. Because I used to worry about the future all the time. And when you worry about the future, you're taken away from the now. And so the verse I had as part of my advice was Philippians 4, 4 through 6, where it talks about rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in the Lord. Don't be anxious for anything, but with prayer and fasting, give it to the Lord. And so I've really had to delve deep into that and understand that I don't need to have anxiety. Like even though I've switched a lot, I don't, even now, going to grad school is a little iffy for me, but I just know that God is going to be there with me. So no matter what part of life is in, like, he's going to be there with you. You're going to make it through. So in your finals, when you're struggling, you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I can pass this class. I don't know where I'm going for grad school. I don't know if I should change my major. Follow that still, small voice that Lauren was talking about, and it's going to guide you the whole way. But that's my two minutes of 
fame up here at the mic, so I'm going to give it back to Kyle over here. We all just congratulate all of our seniors one more time for all their hard work. Hey, y'all are awesome. So thankful for y'all. It's hard to believe that some of you guys are graduating. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how are you? How are you done? But uh, what I want to do is this. Um, I don't want to forget to mention Lauren Van Fleet is also graduating this semester, but she cannot be here tonight. Um, and uh, she's also getting married next year. And so we're excited for her as well. Um, but uh, she can be here. So if you know Lauren, if you would shoot her a message at some point and say, hey, we love you. We're thankful for you. Um, and congratulations uh, on both fronts, graduating and getting married. But uh, what I want to do is I want to pray just kind of over you guys real quick. Um, one thing I say here a lot is we never lose people. You know, we never lose students. We send students, right? And so as, you know, the three of y'all, the four of y'all go off into new seasons of life, whether it's grad school, job, you know, marriage included in that, maybe not, you know, like all the different things, we, we're not losing you, we're sending you out, you know, to go and be witnesses, to go be on mission wherever God is sending you. And so we want to pray over you in that sense, and then we'll get into tonight. Okay, let me pray for us. Father, I thank you so much for these students for these guys and girls and just the blessing they've been to me where they've been here a month and a half or they've been here three, four years. Lord, I'm just so thankful for the influence they've had in my life, the influence they've had in our college ministry, the influence they've had in our church. Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you for the way that you have worked both in and through them here. And Lord, I know that you have so many great things that you want to do in and through them for years and years to come, Lord. In the, the cities you're sending them to, Lord, maybe they don't even know it yet where they're going to go, what the next couple of months look like, but you do. And so I pray that you would help them to trust you, to rest in your good plan for them, Lord, knowing that many times the uncertainty is just a way you stretch us and really lead us to lean more into you, uh, Lord, so we can learn that you just you are as good as you say you are and you are as trustworthy as you say you are. So I pray that you would guide them, you would use them, you'd help them to rest in you and you would allow them wherever they end up to be tremendous blessings for you, witnesses for you. I pray that they would be faithful and committed and just uh, amazing church members at a church wherever they end up, Father, to be a blessing to that church, to be self-starters or to be servants in that place, to be a blessing um, to that church and a blessing to whatever community they end up in, Father. But Lord, we love you. We will miss them, but Lord, we know that they, they have so many great things you're going to do um, in the years to come in their life. Pray in Christ's name.